Hey Jay Walkers, um, bit more of a somber note today. Uh, firstly, I'm still dealing with that same pain I mentioned before. I'd like to thank everyone for their help and prayers and good vibes. Uh, still a long road to recovery, and if you listen to this the day it drops, I'll be in an orthopedic appointment to see if maybe I can get away with physical therapy and a cortisone shot if I'm going to need reconstructive surgery to fix my shoulders. Secondly, I had to preempt today's scheduled episode. We were supposed to be talking about PETA, and make no mistake, that episode is coming. But with a proliferation of certain legislation, we need to take a dive into that first. Like I said, and pay no attention to the man behind the rainbow, I'm a trans man. And you may already know exactly what bills I plan on talking about. I'm going to try to do this episode in an informational, as an informational one, about some of these bills that are anti-drag and anti-trans. I'll try to cover what the proponents are saying for each bill, and to give it the same treatment I give other topics. That being said, much of what I've seen from the people who are in agreement with these bills is that it's to protect children, and that's the, the big argument. If I miss a big bill, I've only got three of them today. If you've got a resource I missed, a topic suggestion, or if you think I could have done better, as always, let me know at jaywalkthroughlife at gmail.com. Uh, jaywalkthroughlife is all one word. Before we get into the bills, uh, some definitions. Because you may be asking, what is drag? Broadly speaking, drag is performance art that's often based around gender and gender stereotypes. I say broadly because there are a great many kinds of drag, and I don't claim to be an expert. But there are drag performers who will look more abstract, such as Lee Bowery, who would dress up as such things as a furnace. There are impersonators like Hot Chocolate, who was a world-class Tina Turner impersonator. And there are drag queens and kings who often are caricatures of gender stereotypes. Drag kings might wear big fake muscles painted on facial hair. Drag queens often wear wigs and a lot of rhinestones and dresses. Often drag shows are performed in bars, so some of the performances will use crude humor and other adult-appropriate content, which leads into drag story times which are just where drag performers get dressed up to read stories to children. Usually stories about kindness to yourself or others, or being it okay to be different. If you have questions beyond that, especially particular content, please call your local li library. As always, I just ask that you stay calm and respect. And then trans. Trans just means you don't agree with what the doctor said you were when you were born. I actually like to joke about it because prior to my birth, my mother was told I was going to be a boy. So imagine her surprise, and then 19 years later, I come out as a guy. I like to imagine the obstetrician looking very seriously at a camera and saying, I am never wrong. Now there are a few different groupings under trans. There's trans men, like me, trans women who were assigned male at birth and are now living as women, and there's non-binary, who don't feel 100% male or female. These are things that have existed by various names for as far back as I've seen, but my research for this episode has been condensed, so I don't have some of the resources at hand to put in the citations in the show notes description thing. Hey, Jay Walkers. Um, bit more of a somber note today. Uh, firstly, I'm still dealing with that same pain I mentioned before. I'd like to thank everyone for their help and prayers and good vibes. Uh, still a long road to recovery, and if you listen to this the day it drops, I'll be in an orthopedic appointment to see if maybe I can get away with 
physical therapy, and a cortisone shot if I'm going to need reconstructive surgery to fix my shoulders. Secondly, I had to preempt today's scheduled episode. We were supposed to be talking about PETA, and make no mistake, that episode is coming. But with a proliferation of certain legislation, we need to take a dive into that first. Like I said, and pay no attention to the man behind the rainbow, I'm a trans man. And you may already know exactly what bills I plan on talking about. I'm going to try to do this episode in an informational, as an informational one, about some of these bills that are anti-dragon, anti-trans. I'll try to cover what the proponents are saying for each bill, and to give it the same treatment I give other topics. That being said, much of what I've seen from the people who are in agreement with these bills is that it's to protect children, and that's the, the big argument. If I miss a big bill, I've only got three of them today. If you've got a resource I missed, a topic suggestion, or if you think I could have done better, as always, let me know at jaywalkthroughlife at gmail.com. Uh, jaywalkthroughlife is all one word. Before we get into the bills, uh, some definitions. Because you may be asking, what is drag? Broadly speaking, drag is performance art that's often based around gender and gender stereotypes. I say broadly because there are a great many kinds of drag. And I don't claim to be an expert. But there are drag performers who will look more abstract, such as Lee Bowery, who would dress up as such things as a furnace. There are impersonators like Hot Chocolate, who was a world-class Tina Turner impersonator. And there are drag queens and kings who often are caricatures of gender stereotypes. Drag kings might wear big fake muscles, painted on facial hair. Drag queens often wear wigs and a lot of rhinestones and dresses. Often drag shows are performed in bars, so some of the performances will use crude humor and other adult-appropriate content, which leads into drag story times, which are just where drag performers get dressed up to read stories to children, usually stories about kindness to yourself or others, or being it okay to be different. If you have questions beyond that, especially particular content, please call your local li library. As always, I just ask that you stay calm and respect. And then trance. Trans just means you don't agree with what the doctor said you were when you were born. I actually like to joke about it because prior to my birth, my mother was told I was going to be a boy. So imagine her surprise. And then 19 years later, I come out as a guy. I like to imagine the obstetrician looking very seriously at a camera and saying, I am never wrong. Now there are a few different groupings under trans. There's trans men, like me, trans women who were assigned male at birth, and are now living as women, and there's non-binary, who don't feel 100% male or female. These are things that have existed by various names for as far back as I've seen, but my research for this episode has been condensed, so I don't have some of the resources at hand to put in the citations in the show notes description thing. I guess we'll get on with it. For the ACLU, there are over 400 bills in 40 states, so I'm not going to cover all of them today. I'm going to hit a couple, some of them, some of the glaring ones, like Arkansas Senate Bill 270, which makes it a sex crime for a person to enter a bathroom, locker room, or any room where people might be in a state of undress of the opposite assigned sex if they know a child is in there, barring some exceptions. Uh, the bill goes on to note that it is explicitly about keeping people from going into certain bathrooms or locker rooms based on genders. If I go into a men's room in Arkansas and there's a child in there, 
they'll arrest me for sexual indecency with a minor. Senator Payton, who sponsored the bill, said it's not about keeping trans people out of the bathroom. It's about asking people not to expose people to not to expose kids to it because we're trying to hold them to a different standard. He also says that prosecuting people under the law would set, be set to a high bar only when the most grievous circumstances where someone refused common courtesy. Opponents point out that you simply have to be in the room to be in violation, not actually perform an indecent act. Heading to Florida, House Bill 1421 would prevent the use of puberty blockers in children as well as insurance covering items related to gender transitions and allowing certain people to not participate in transition-related care. The representative that put this bill forward referred to these puberty blockers as butchering children. Puberty blockers were approved by the FDA in 1993 to treat what's called precocious puberty, where children as young as five begin to menstruate or have secondary sex characteristics like Adam's apples growing. I've included a link to the Wikipedia article for children under 11 who we uh, know have given birth. As for getting in the way of adults' insurance and health care, I don't. Then there's Tennessee's House Bill 9 and Senate Bill 3, which are the same basic bill. One was introduced into the State House and the other into the State Senate, because the bill will need to make it through both, and then be reconciled before being signed into law, which is pretty standard. I just didn't look into the numbers for the others. This bill designates adult cabaret performances performed in public spaces under their obscenity and pornography laws, because they might be seen by minors. Adult cabaret is defined as featuring topless dancers, go-go dancers, exotic dancers, strippers, male or female impersonators who provide entertainment that appeals to a prurient interest, or similar entertainers, regardless, or similar entertainers, regardless of whether or not performed for consideration. It sounds pretty reasonable on its face, but one of the criticisms that it's is that it's hiding behind the, that veneer of reasonability. The issue I take uh, is that part of the definition of harmful to minors is that the bill appears, appeals to the prurient, which is a rough word to say, just meaning like the sexual interest, the shameful or morbid interests of minors, mixed with what they are considering a gender impersonal, impersonator, similar entertainer, and how it looks like a loophole. Proponents say that current drag shows held in gay bars won't be affected as they're covered both in the adult nature of the venue and current obscenity laws. They also point to adult-oriented drag shows during pride parades, which occur during the day on public streets. 